All right, Vegas, baby, Vegas. Brandon Ingram looked like a superstar in the Pelicans' victory over the Sacramento Kings to send the Pelicans to the Final Four, the NBA's in-season tournament. Let's break down Brandon Ingram's big night, the bench mob, and sing the praises of Herb Jones. It's a Vegas-bound episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all late on a Monday night for the Tuesday episode of Locked On Pelicans as the Pelicans advance in the in-season tournament, beating the Sacramento Kings on the road in the quarterfinals, 127-117. Huge night from Brandon Ingram. They needed him in this one. Great job from the bench mob. The Pelicans are Vegas-bound. And what's been a fun in-season tournament gimmicky, but I've loved this from the beginning if you're an everydayer of Locked On Pelicans. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are available Monday through Friday, completely free, the number one Pelicans podcast on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you want to support the channel, become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday, or if you listen one day a week, try listening too. And if you're an everydayer, since we are doing this show live right now, let me know in the in the chat here if you are an everydayer. Uh, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. We just made it cheaper to go to a Pelicans game here, so let's get into it. One, how excited are you? Let me know in the comments down below. Just let it all out. That was a fun game to watch. Pelicans advancing here, and look, the story of this one is Brandon Ingram because he was phenomenal in this game. There's there's no other way to put it. This was easily the best game that he's had this season, and he led this team. Zion had a weird night. We'll get into that a little bit more in the next segment of Locked On Pelicans. But Brandon Ingram playing over 40 minutes in this one, 30 points, eight rebounds, six assists, one steal, which was big, just two turnovers. He took threes. He made his mid-range shots. He got to the line and made those as well. For as much as people, myself included, give Brandon Ingram sometimes a hard time, he then goes and does a game like this and completely carried the team on a night when your stars need to do this. I was on ESPN radio earlier in the day and Gus Cattengill was asking me about what the Pelicans need to do. And I said, the stars have to carry you. Oh, I hit the wrong button there. The stars have to carry you in a game like this, right? It's absolutely going to be your star players who win this. We can talk role players and we will in the next segment because the bench group was really good. Your stars have to carry you. And so in these games, they need to step up and Brandon Ingram without a doubt, absolutely did. You know, when I did the crossover episode of Locked On Pelicans yesterday with Matt George of Locked On Kings, right? He said, this might just be a game where De'Aaron Fox has to win it for the Sacramento Kings. They kind of needed him to, and he couldn't. In this game, with Zion Williamson 
beyond struggling, it was just weird. He was timid. I don't know what was going on there. You needed Brain Ingram to have a big game. And man, did he deliver. Seriously, that was an incredible performance. It's also more incredible when you watch that game and how physical were the Kings playing against him, right? You had Murray just basically holding him almost all night long. I, I like Keegan Murray, but he wasn't, he had finished with five fouls and that dude should have fouled out. It felt like at halftime, basically. Now he left the game a little bit with injury before coming back in. But when you look at that, they were just bodying up. Brandon Ingram at one point was very frustrated. You saw Willie Green was frustrated. For Brandon Ingram to not lose his composure, to keep his head about him and go back out there and then just dominate the game in the way that he did, says a ton about Brandon Ingram. And it's a game like this that makes you feel that he and Zion Williamson can, in fact, coexist together. And so when he's playing like this, not just the score, and he did it in so many ways, right? There was the mid-ranger, killed him with that. But he also took six threes in this game. We've been saying, take more threes, take more threes. Well, he does in this game, and he has easily his best game of the season. He was three of six, including playing off Zion really well, where they were running actions between the two of those, which I absolutely love. Dribble handoffs to Brandon Ingram from Zion Williamson. Zion drawing two, leaving B.I. open for three. He's been tentative to take some of those shots. He hasn't wanted to for whatever reason, and he did in this game. And look at how it just unlocked everything. He had more space to put the ball on the ground, attack closeouts, which the Pelicans did really well in this game, drive to the hoop and score that way. It's why he got fouled and went to the line as much as he did. You look at his shot chart and it is fantastic. Getting into the spots he likes on mid-range, but also attacking the hoop, making threes. And then making every read. When he attacked and it wasn't there, created for teammates, extra passes. He had at least one hockey assist in this one, too. That's kind of the, uh, the pass before the assist that helps create the assist. He had that as well. Just an overall, all well-rounded game from him. This was so much fun to watch Brandon Ingram go out and just completely dominate. This reminds you of Brandon Ingram from that series against the Phoenix Suns, where the Pelicans pushed the number one seed to... I won't say the brink, but six games was pretty good. And Brandon Ingram looked phenomenal in the playoffs in that series. And now you're going to get to see him on a bigger stage in Vegas, taking on either LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. This is going to be so much fun to watch the next game here. And I cannot wait. Huge fan of the in-season tournaments. I see Jimmy Guidry says, I want to see the Pels Pacers in the finals. That's probably the dream matchup, but that Pacers team is scary good right now. And that's going to be a lot of fun. We're not going to read comments as much here, unless I just happen to see them here in the moment, because I want to get through everything and makes the podcast side of this and people rewatching kind of in the flow of everything here. But you had to love everything you saw from Brandon Ingram. Just be the leader of the team in a game that you needed him to and he absolutely delivered, completely delivered in this one. Pelicans were four-point underdogs, four-point underdogs, and they went out and turned this one around. They were down, what, 15 in this game in the first quarter? Yeah, 15, and built a 15-point lead in the second quarter. It was a 30-point turnaround. While Brandon Ingram was great, and he led the team, while I loved what we got from Jonas Valanciunas, from Herb Jones, as well as others, and we'll touch on those, that bench mob, completely changed this game in the second quarter. Completely, completely changed this game, and you've got to give them tons of credit. Let's break down what we saw from them, how that happened 
Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Right now, though, I'm excited to talk to you about eBay Motors because our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily uh, draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us in this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the week. You got Jaden Ivey with the Pistons right now. His level of play has improved since joining the starting lineup. With the Pistons going nowhere, they've got to invest in him to see what they have. You also have Gordon Hayward. If Hayward was dropped, he should be grabbed now that Lamelo Ball is out with an ankle injury. Those guys are going to help you win. They're going to fit your roster. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is all about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. I work on all my cars. I got a classic Corvette that I'm fixing up. It needs a lot of parts. There's no worse feeling than you just go to the store, buy a part, bring it home, try and put it on your car so your car can run and you can drive it and it just doesn't fit. You can't close the hood, do something else. Now you got to order it somewhere else and you've just wasted time. Your vehicle's not running. You don't need to worry about that with eBay Motors because with over 122 million parts for your ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. You want to just make it look cooler with LED headlights, roof rack, upgrade your bumpers, upgrade the brakes, whatever it is it needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, my favorite part of this, or your money back. And at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your vehicle running over at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S customers eligible items only exclusions apply and thank you for making it locked on pelicans your first listen today and every day we're here monday through friday the number one pelicans podcast coming to you live after the pelicans are las vegas bound singing the praises of brain ingram we'll get into herb jones in a minute going to talk about the bench mob right here what we saw from them in zion's really weird game too so it was a fun night. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. Become an everyday or support the channel that way. Listen Monday through Friday or just go from one day a week to two days a week or two days a week to three days a week. That really, truly supports the channel. Comment down below on YouTube. Tell a friend about the podcast too. Clearly, this team is very fun to watch right now. You want your friends clued into what, what's going on here. Make sure they're paying attention to Locked On Pelicans. So share the podcast. For your second listen right now, we got something real cool going on with Locked On. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Locked On Pelicans was actually on the, the national thing that we're doing with that. Um on Monday to get people set for this game. So it's really cool to get that kind of out all of there. So the Pelicans were down 15, 15 in the first quarter. And with basically like everyone watching this, we had two games tonight and that first game was a great lead into the second game. It looked like the Pelicans were just going to go kind of belly up on national TV, not what you want. And then things turned around and it was a massive swing for the Pelicans in that second quarter. They limited the Sacramento Kings. They won that quarter 34 to 25. And it really started at the end of the first when the Pelicans managed to turn that 15 point deficit to a one point deficit, then came in and completely started to run away with it in that second quarter. And it would have been much better if Malik Monk, who we talked a lot about in yesterday's show, if you're an everydayer, doesn't hit that kind of miracle three right at the end. They turned this around, though, because 
The bench mob came in and they completely elevated this team. This was a little surprising to see the rotation from Willie Green, but you have to give him credit. No Jordan Hawkins in this one. Dyson Daniels only played six minutes. He went with a playoff rotation of basically running three bench guys. And it was Najee Marshall, Jose Alvarado, and Trey Murphy. And when those three players came into the game, they brought a level of energy that was lacking from this team. And this team completely, completely needed it. You know, Zion had a weird game. He had a very, very weird and quiet game. And I don't know what was going on. 10 points on just eight shot attempts. Now, the Sacramento Kings were specifically targeting him, trying to wall him off and limiting him and were willing to let other people beat them, which is funny because then B.I. started going and they started double teaming B.I. and it actually opened things up for Zion to get cooking a little bit in the second and third quarter, but not enough. But Zion was like oddly timid around the rim. He wasn't looking to shoot and I don't know what was going on there. Maybe that was the game plan to create more offense, other things like that or what, but he was kind of a non-factor. Did you do you really remember anything he did? Did you feel his presence at all? He was actually not bad defensively, I thought. Didn't really rebound, just, just an oddly unimpactful game for him, and I can't really explain it. So the bench mob comes in, and when the starters were playing just without energy, feeling a little bit lackadaisical, they amped it up. You could easily, easily make the claim in this game that you need to play Dyson Daniels over Jose Alvarado. Alvarado being shorter, undersized in the half court against a real good offensive team is kind of scary to me. But Willie Green was right to play him because Jose was a huge catalyst for this. Whether it was the steals from behind, trying to go for the GTA, the Grand Theft Alvarado steals, right? Or making that running layup he hit late in the game. Or if it was, I think he hit what? He, was, he made two threes. He was two or three in this one. He played 17 and a half minutes and was a plus 19. They won the minutes with Jose Alvarado out on the court because of the energy that he brought to this team. It was exactly what they needed. Same for Najee Marshall, more limited minutes for him in this one, but they knew to go out there and just play hard. They won the bench minutes in this game, which really tells you something. Then there's Trey Murphy. This dude looks like he's been playing all season. 16 points off the bench, three of eight from deep, good defense, giving you exactly what you need. It was Awesome to see in a game where you needed to get your bench guys going and to give you a little bit of energy that was lacking. These guys came in and completely changed the complexion of the game, completely changed the complexion of this game for the Pelicans in a very positive way. The Kings had all of the momentum for the most part. And then the bench mob at the end of the first going into the second really swung it. And then it allowed the stars to rise up. They raise up their level of play, and all of a sudden things start falling into place. You know, I've pushed back the idea that the Pelicans are too deep because I don't think that they are, right? There's limits to what Jose can give you. There's limits to what Najee can give you. Trey, Trey adds a lot of depth. I believe that. But Hawkins in this game, a playoff game, right, doesn't play. The reason, by the way, I think that he didn't play is the lack of defense. He's been struggling on the defensive side of the ball with, with Trey back, with CJ back. You don't need his shooting as much, and you'd rather trust CJ over the rookie. You'd rather play Trey over the rookie for the size and everything else that he gives you. So that, I believe, is why you didn't see Jordan Hawkins in here. There was enough shooting out there, and the Pelicans had it going from three, right? They took... 
They made 10 threes in the first half, not as many in the second half when things got a little bit dicey, but they found ways to win. And that's why you get out to a big lead so you can withstand some of that. But they were 14 to 31. It's 45%. You'd like that to be higher than 31. But Brandon Ingram taking six threes in this one is really big. Herb Jones going three of five is big. Um, CJ going three of five was big. We'll talk more about Herb Jones in a minute. Jonas Valanciunas was also great for elevating the energy. When Trey Lyles took a swing at him from behind, it fired him up, and he started cooking for a little bit. And late in the game, even though he had foul trouble here, right, and he fouled out of this one, you know, you needed his rebounding, and he went out and he gave that to you. And it was massive to see. Massive to see. This game felt like a playoff game. And the guys delivered in the biggest moments and in different ways. So when they needed to rely on Jonas Valanciunas, they were able to rely on Jonas Valanciunas. The bench mob brings you the energy that you need to turn everything around. This was a great performance from the Pelicans. It kind of showed you like the best and worst of the team a little bit. The things that you worry about with them, right? Iso ball going into the fourth quarter. Let's, let's talk about that. We'll talk about that coming up in a minute here, I think. Um, but rebounding was good. You know, the defense on their star players was good, right? Sabonis had a triple-double, and they lost, right? De'Aaron Fox, 30 points, the best game he's played against New Orleans this season, and they still lost because they limited him to uh, 10 of 25 shooting, one of seven from deep, and Herb Jones had that incredible block behind, I believe, on Fox. Overall, they just loved everything you saw from this team, and... Also, a couple things you didn't with the iso ball and stuff like that. But, you know, I think this shows you what Willie Green would be thinking for the playoffs, right? You've got to play defense if you want to be out there on the court. That's why you didn't see Jordan Hawkins. Dyson Daniels getting fewer minutes. I think there were a couple of times you could have put him in for Jose to try and swing some of the momentum away from the Sacramento Kings. But overall, clearly he had the right read on what this team was doing, should be doing, and capable of in all of this. So I thought they were great in this one. They attacked the paint, did exactly what they wanted to do, won the points in the paint battle 52-38. to That was a key for them in all of this one. Yeah, very good performance from the Pelicans. Another guy, though, who was so good and has been big this season, one Herbert Keyshawn Jones. Not on Herb, but now I'm just going to say like offense on Herb. I don't even know what I'm trying to say there. He was great. He's been great. Let's talk about his evolution as a player. A couple of other notes from this game as well. I can't wait for Vegas. This was so much fun. Thank you all for being here in a live episode of Locked On Pelicans. We've got a lot of y'all in here. This has been a lot of fun. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. Coming up, let's talk about Herb Jones. If you're an everydayer, let me know in the comments down below. Give me your thoughts on the game. A lot of fun. Let's keep going. Maybe we'll go a little bit longer at the end of the shows we've done for some of the other live shows too. Probably not though. It's getting late. All right, coming up next, more on Herb Jones in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Right now, though, I'm excited to tell you about game time because buying tickets can be a hassle, y'all. You ever just get frustrated? You weren't sure if your seats are going to be good. Is now the right time to buy or should you wait to see if the ticket prices drop? 
you know, or when you go to buy it, all of a sudden is it double the price because of the fees and things like that. You don't need to worry about that anymore because GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You get to see the view from your seats before you buy, so you know exactly what you're going to be looking at. All the They have an all-in price shown up front, no hidden fees or anything like that. And my favorite part, the GameTime guarantee. It means you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. So buy those tickets right now. Whether it's a concert, a Pelicans game, a Saints game, or if you're in a different city, another football or NBA game, right? GameTime's going to credit you 110% of the difference if the ticket prices drop. You win no matter what. You're safe. There's peace of mind. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are the number one Pelicans podcast coming to you like nobody else does every single day of the week. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you want to support the show, become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday. If you see me in New Orleans, come up to me and tell me you're an everydayer. I'm happy to talk Pelicans and Hoops with y'all because this team is fun tell a friend about the show as well if you really truly want to support the channel we got the locked on pelicans insiders group you want to text me right to my phone here i don't check twitter as much not active on instagram if you want to talk directly to me i can't even read the comments right now there's so many coming through we got so many people in here which is super cool thank you Join this group. It's five bucks a month, $4.99 a month. You get a 14-day free trial. If you don't like it, you can cancel. Don't worry about it. The show's going to be free in five days a week for y'all. Let's get into Herb Jones because he was so freaking awesome in this game. Herb Jones has been so freaking awesome all season long. Whether it's the new contract or whatever he worked on in the summer, he has come in a different offensive player, right? The defense is amazing. This dude should be making an all-defensive team every single year, and it's a straight-up travesty that he hasn't at any point in time right now. Ryan says, Jake, that coffee wearing off, LOL. Does it sound like the coffee's wearing off? I actually didn't really have any today. I was real good. I'm just hyped up because the Pelicans won, and it's fun to talk about this, and I love hanging out with y'all. That's why I have the energy that I'm bringing right here. Not because not of the coffee. I don't even know if I'm going to go to sleep right away after this. Um, Michael Pickering asked, random question, what will the court look like in Vegas? I don't think we know yet, actually. That's something I've asked and I have not heard on. So anyway, back to Herb Jones. He's been good. You know, the defense is there. The block he had, holding guys like De'Aaron Fox to one of seven, limiting Malik Monk as much as you could with him as well. That's an awesome situation to have. And now he's doing it offensively. He had 23 points in this game, right? 23 points in this game. He was 8 of 13, 3 of 5 from deep, 4 of 4 from the line, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 turnover, 2 blocks. Herb's awesome. Herb is so awesome and just does things that help you win the game. You know, if he's not shooting threes, he's attacking the basket, right? He had three layups made right at the rim, one including a putback that he got. He was fantastic in this game. He's been doing this all season long. He is so much more active off ball. 
than he has been in the past. It almost feels like he's empowered to do this. He's shooting the ball more than he has in the past. Him taking, was it five, six threes? Would we say five threes? He wasn't doing that before because he was worried he would miss. Well, one, he's making those shots right now. And two, I guess with that new contract, 50 plus million dollars gives you some peace of mind that you're getting paid no matter what. So if you have a bad game, it's okay. That can free up guys. He'll, he'll say that it absolutely, what isn't that and nothing to do with the, nothing to do with the, the contract, but it definitely does. He had that awesome coast to coast dunk late in the game. That was almost like a dagger. It felt like right where he grabbed the rebound and just went because they tried to slow him down. They couldn't. And he just went and attacked was absolutely awesome to see him just go and say, I'm going to score right here with the rebounding that he gives you with the defense that he gives you. All of that's been great. Seeing him work off ball. They use him as a screener, right? You're seeing him play point guard a little bit too. Five assists. That's a number that he's approached a number of times this season. He's just been so well-rounded, so much fun, like not on Herb, and then Herb on offense has been wonderful to see this season. The growth he's had makes him so irreplaceable to this team. If he keeps giving you offense like that, right, you don't, there's no discussion of do you start Trey or Herb right now? It should be Herb. It should be Herb. That's what it should be with the defense that he gives you limiting a guy like that, right? It was a question of Trey or Herb at the start of the season, before Trey was hurt, then it kind of went away because of injury. But right now, I don't see how you can take Herb Jones out of the starting lineup. I think he's been that good. And if he continues to do that, oh boy, that's a special player in the Pelicans. Have him on a cheap contract that's going to look like an absolute steal. So the in-season tournament, the next game is going to be 8 p.m. Central on Thursday. You got the semifinals there. Pelicans taking on the winner of the Lakers and Suns game, which is going to be tomorrow at 9 p.m. I will probably not talk about it on here. I'll be talking about it on Locked On NBA, which I do on Wednesday. So I'm going to be up late watching that game, talking about it here after the Bucks and Knicks game. If I had to pick which one, I think I'd rather actually don't know, right? I'm, I'm going to be curious to see LeBron in an elimination game. Right. Like that dude has a will to win like very few others. And how great would it be the Pelicans taking on the Lakers to go to the championship game facing off against Anthony Davis? Now, the Lakers have done well against the Pelicans recently, so I don't really know if I want to see that. And the Pelicans have had more success against the Phoenix Suns. But Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are terrifying. But either way, I think this is a cool story, a very cool narrative. Right. You're getting one of the championship favorite teams, the Suns, the Lakers, going against kind of the young, plucky, upstart Pelicans. It's big market versus small market here. It's David versus Goliath. The narratives just kind of write themselves here. It's really fun. You know, the Suns and the Pelicans have had some bad blood since that playoff series. There is a little bit of a rivalry here too. It's been really cool to see. I wouldn't mind seeing that again. That brings seems to bring the best out of this team. And now the Pelicans are going to get an extra day. So they get a slight rest advantage when it comes to all of this. This is going to be fun. The in-season tournament is like unequivocally a success for the Pelicans here. So I am thrilled, thrilled that they've made it this far. Does this shock you? Does this shock you at all? It doesn't. This game was on national TV. And Brandon Ingram just went out and completely, completely dominated a game 
This was a game that probably reminds the league of how dangerous and scary this team can be. It was a lot of fun. We're going to break it down more in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Get you a set, of course, for whoever they play on Thursday. I can't wait. This was so much fun. Do me a favor. Subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. We're here every day, the number one Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tell a friend about the show. Become an everydayer. Support the channel however you can. I truly... We're going to end it at here. Truly appreciate y'all coming here and being in here with me. It's after midnight central right now. It's 12.06. And I see there's over 250 people watching this right now. Y'all are tired. It's late. But the passion this city has for this team that you all have for this team is why I do this show. And that's why I always say I appreciate y'all so much. It means the world to me that you're here hanging out with me, watching me do all of this. Go Pels, Vegas bound. They're going to have a lot of fun here too. This team can be very special. And that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Appreciate y'all being here and I'll be back with y'all tomorrow.